So here's some hacks to help you solve problems more effectively, more efficiently, and to get better results in life and also in business. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about the power of being able to solve problems. Now, I thought that most people were pretty good problem solvers, but the longer I've been in business, the more I realize that most people struggle to solve real problems. And that's because the hardest part is actually defining the problem in the first place. And I guess I was lucky enough as a young child to have my dad, who is a very good problem solver. Now, he was someone who was a builder and he works a lot with his hands. So he's always trying to fix things. And because of that, he's got to know what a problem is. He's got to know how to define that problem. He's got to know then how to fix the solution. And sometimes there are ways that you can't fix or have a solution to a problem that is easily available. So therefore, he'll have to go and make something. So he's a builder by trade, loves working with his hands, highly skilled. He's got a maintenance business currently. He also builds custom cars for a hobby. And so what happens is when you build a custom car, most parts don't fit. So you've always got to try to figure out ways of making parts fit and making things work. And so I've been fortunate enough to grow up with that and to see what that looks like. But then when I became a diesel mechanic, so by the time I left school, I became a diesel mechanic. And I used to work with Cav Power here in South Australia, or it was a Caterpillar dealership, the big yellow mining equipment. Now, when I worked with them, when engines would blow apart or there was engine problems, we would then have to pull apart the whole engine. And we would have to then always ask why. So let's say the engine stops working. You then ask, why does the engine stop working? And now there is a couple of key critical components and you always go back to basics. So in most engines, they need some sort of fuel. They need some sort of ignition source or something to set the fuel on fire. They normally need some form of oxygen as well. And then they need some form of combustion or something like that. So they're the most basic fundamental principles of really an engine. And so the first thing that you would do is check out those things in a basic format. You don't get involved in the advanced stuff. You don't overthink it. You just start with the basics first. Now, I also saw this when I was a personal trainer. When people would come in and they would have injuries, you always go back to the basics first. So there are foundations that happen within the body. So let's say, for instance, breathing. Breathing is one of the most foundational things that happen in a human body. If someone has breathing problems, now, most people don't think they have breathing problems, but if you're overeating food and overconsuming, your stomach is pushing up into your diaphragm, which is preventing you from breathing effectively. If you have poor posture when you're sitting down throughout the day and you're hunched over and your rib cage is getting compressed, then you're having breathing problems. And most people don't realize this stuff, but you can have shoulder injuries, neck problems, digestive issues, you know, poor organ health. So you might have a liver problem. You might have hip problems. You can have foot problems, as in the internal rotation of the feet. You might have flat feet, all because you've got shitty posture and a breathing problem. So now these are fundamental principles. But what tends to happen is that when people solve problems, they want to go to advanced shit and they try to overthink things instead of going back to the fundamentals and the foundations of everything. And this has also, I guess, led me to probably be one of the best coaches on the planet because when I'm working with someone, there are fundamental principles in human psychology that work pretty much every time. And if not, there's always exceptions to the rules, but you can go back to the most basic fundamentals. And if those things aren't put in place, you have no foundation. So you can build the world's greatest castle, but with a shitty foundation that's been laid incorrectly, eventually the whole thing will collapse. 
And so most people, when they're solving problems, go to the most advanced stuff instead of going and looking at what the fundamental principles are of the skills that they have or their area of expertise and going back to those fundamentals first. So coming back to being a mechanic, when we would pull down an engine, we would look at those fundamentals first. Then from there, we would keep investigating. So let's say in the engine, there's something called a piston. Let's say the piston's cracked. So then the question becomes, why is the piston cracked? Now, was it a fault in the metal? Was it a fault in the fuel? Was it a, a fault in the combustion of the engine? Was there like, what was going on there? What could have happened? And so you'd start looking at that. Then let's say that there was a fault with the metal. So then you ask, why was there a fault in the metal? So then it goes back to the manufacturer and the manufacturer then starts to ask, why? Was it that there were contaminants? How did those contaminants get there? So they are honing in so specifically into finding a solution to that problem. So now most people, when they think about an engine, if they're a mechanic, they think about all this advanced stuff without even checking the fundamentals. And another example was this. In my car, which I've got an Audi R8, now that there, I had a problem with the engine. When I took it in, I took it to the usual mechanic that I go to. They had diagnosed and problem solved it within five hours. I took it to the Audi dealership here in South Australia. I won't mention their name. Most people probably know who it is anyway. I took it there. They had my car for two and a half months and still couldn't figure out what the problem was. Why? Because they were using all advanced diagnostic equipment, trying to check out all this other shit instead of just going back to the fundamental principles. The reason why I tell you these stories and why I'm hammering this home is because most people overcomplicate the most simple shit and then they wonder why they're not problem solving effectively. So for instance, people walk into a gym and they will say things like, I need a diet. Now you give them a basic diet and they go, yeah, but I heard this from a friend and I watched this on the internet and I saw this and I read this. And so they've got all these different principles of dieting. When you look at your diet and losing weight, it's calories in versus calories out. It's that simple. So if you don't get that fundamental factor right, everything else that you're doing, whether it's being a vegan, whether it's you know going on paleo, it's not gonna be effective anyway. So those fundamental principles normally get missed by most people. Now, when you walk into a gym and you get a personal trainer, most personal trainers are trying to do these advanced tricky lifts instead of taking it back to the most basic fundamental form, okay? Now, this happens quite a lot, but this happens in all businesses, whether it be an electrician, whether it be a plumber, whether it be a general manager, whether it be a CEO of a company, that they forget to look at the fundamentals first. Then the next big problem is that they don't ask the right questions. And question asking is probably one of the most fundamental communication tools that anyone can have. If you don't have the ability to ask good questions, and I see this happen quite a lot, where someone will come to me and say, here's a problem in my business. And I say, cool, tell me about it. They tell me about it. And I go, well, tell me about this and what happened there and why did that happen? When did it start happening? How long has it been going on for? And I ask all these questions and it starts to become very obvious very quickly what the problems actually are. Whereas that person may have been trying to solve that problem for six months and haven't been able to solve it because they never asked the right questions. And I see this sometimes even in my team where a problem will come up, I will diagnose the problem. I will say this needs to be fixed. My team come back to me and say, that's not really a problem. Here's all the reasons why it's not a problem. And I say, here it is a problem. And here's all the things that I've checked. And they go, shit, I didn't think about looking into all that stuff. So you have to ask the right questions. So first things first is you've got to diagnose the problem and you diagnose the problem by asking the right questions. Questions drives focus. Now, if question drives your mental focus, it also drives your ability to get clear with things. It also, questions are great because they help us to analyze situations. I think question asking is probably one of the most powerful communication tools. And most people have never learned how to ask good questions. And I've spoken about this before on other podcasts, where someone will ask, why am I so fat? 
Why do you care why you're so fat? The question isn't why are you fat? The question needs to be, how do I lose weight? Or how do I remove this weight? Or how do I improve my diet? There's three questions there that will lead you in the right direction versus bearing down a rabbit hole which does not lead you to a solution. I had someone a couple of weeks ago I was working with and they're like, I can't understand why I keep having these financial issues. And I said, I don't care why you have the financial issues. The question is, how do you resolve the financial problem? What do you need to do? How long has it been going on for? What was the first time you started noticing that things were going wrong? Like, let's answer all these questions first and then let's start to figure it out. And I went through a list of about 10 to 15 questions. By the end of it, we had the problem solved. And it was something so simple. Now, that had this problem in their business for six to 12 months, a massive cash flow restraint. And they were struggling. They were week to week in the business. Actually, they weren't even week to week. They were losing money. They'd lost a couple of hundred thousand dollars that year just because they weren't asking the right questions. So in order to solve problems, we need to get really, really clear with the problem. And we do that through question asking. And that helps us to diagnose the problem. If you don't ask the right questions and you can't find the actual problem, you may be solving a problem that's not the actual problem, which then means you don't get the results. And that's how most people live life. And most business owners, that's what they do. They try to fix one thing that doesn't really help. And then they jump in and they try to fix another thing but that's because they never really diagnose the problem properly. And you can only fix something that has the correct diagnosis. This is the same as if you went to the doctors. If you walk in there and they misdiagnose something and you try and get everything fixed and you have all the right treatments, you end up spending all this money and wasting all this time for no real outcome. Why? Because there was a misdiagnosis because the right questions weren't asked in the first place. Now, whether that's the right questions of themselves or whether they ask the right questions of the patient, they are super important. And then the final thing is you have to be very specific. So when you're problem solving, you have to be specific. Okay, so you've got to nail it right down to one single thing and you've got to prioritize. So if you want to be specific and get the results you want, you have to learn how to prioritize things. So there might be, if you're a business owner and you're listening to this, you might have 20 problems in your business but you can only fix one problem today. That's a rule that I have in our business. One problem, one day, and it has to be today's problems. We don't fix tomorrow's problems today. We fix today's problems today because that's the lazy person's option of problem solving is that they'll try to fix shit that's not even a problem yet because they think that it's gonna be a problem when we don't even know if it's gonna be a problem or not yet. So we fix today's problems today. When the red flag and the alarm goes off, you fix that problem. And then we move to the next problem tomorrow and the next problem, the next problem, the next problem. And slowly you build out the systems and the processes in the business so that you keep moving that problem down the chain. And that's how you run an effective business. You know, if you have a look at the greatest businesses on the planet, they all have problems. You walk into the biggest banks in the world and they all have problems. So if you've got a small business and you're trying to get rid of your problems, you're insane because the greatest businesses on the planet, if they have problems, you're sure as shit gonna have problems in your business. So fix the real problems today and always fix those real problems because there's always gonna be problems. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to diagnose a problem. We ask a lot of effective questions and we ask questions that are gonna help us to problem solve. We then make decisions or we're decisive in order to fix those problems. We also need to get very specific. And by being specific, we need to know exactly what we need to do by prioritizing implementables and then we go fix them. Okay, we don't try to fix too many problems at once because that very rarely works. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope that helps with your problem solving strategies. I just think that most people are really bad at it. And it's something that I never really knew until we started growing a team many years ago. And then I just realized that most people will try to deal with a problem that's not the actual cause of the problem or the real problem. They try to fix superficial problems and most people fix superficial problems. I mean, our whole society does it and it's so, so easy to make money from it. I mean, if you have a look, you can sell financial freedom because most people have a insecurity and so they don't fix the insecurity. They try to buy shit in order to help them to feel more secure about money, but by doing that, it just makes them feel poorer. There are people out there who have 
insecurities and they go out there and they try to change their body image. And so they get, you know, all these enhancements and everything done. And they think that that's going to make them feel more secure. But in 99% of the cases, it makes them feel more insecure because they never really solve the real problem, which is that they are insecure about the way that they look and the way that they feel. That's a mindset problem. That's not a physical problem. Yet they try to keep fixing all these physical problems because they think that their physical body is the problem. And that's not the problem. It's their mindset that's the problem. Most business owners keep trying to fix cash flow issues and they keep trying to make more sales and making more money when that's not the real problem. The real problem is all the shit that's happening behind the scenes from leadership to management to understanding direction, all the stuff that most business owners won't work on because they think that it's a sales problem and a cash flow problem when in fact it's all the other shit that's going on in their business that's creating the cash flow constraints and the ineffectiveness and the inefficiencies and the you know low margins and all that sort of stuff. But most people again want to fix superficial problems. Why? Because they just don't have any better skills. I hope that that helps Driven Mofos. If you haven't rated and reviewed this podcast, please do so. Also, if you're a business owner or you're someone who is extremely driven, please jump across to our No BS Business Hacks group on Facebook. So you just go to the search bar, type in No BS Business Hacks. It's our Facebook group. You can join that for free. I put in their stuff almost every day on how to grow a business, how to keep excelling, do a whole bunch of mindset stuff in there. It's an absolute wicked group. We've got some amazing people in there, some very, very heavy hitters in there. But we also have people from startup businesses to scaling businesses. We try to help everybody in there to grow their business and to grow at least to a $10 million price point, but also as well to create some form of operational freedom for the business owners as well. So if you haven't jumped in there and joined that group, we give away tools, templates, trainings, a whole bunch of stuff in there. So please jump across to Facebook, check out that group as well. Anyway, Driven Mofos, remember to rate and review the podcast. Take care, peace out, keep crushing it.